there's a game out there called The Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Now, I hope you know who I'm talking about. Kevin Bacon is an actor. And when you're dealing with a borderline and or narcissistic person, well, you probably play that game, The Seven Degrees of You. Welcome to this podcast of My Inner Torch. The Seven Degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's kind of a funny thing. Uh, if you're not familiar with the game, it's somehow, some way, if you go through seven different levels of people that you know, somehow, some way, they're going to be related to Kevin Bacon. They, they will have met him, they will have known him, or something like that. Well, that's kind of the case that I would like to relate in The Seven Degrees of Me when you're dealing with a borderline or narcissistic person. Because somehow, some way, and people call this circle back, somehow, some way, you're always going to be held accountable for the pain of that person. It doesn't matter what it is. In my case, as I said, my dog was put down uh, a little over a month ago. And somehow, some way, even though I'm not a veterinarian, even though I didn't say to my wife, you know, go put the dog down, even though I didn't kill the dog, uh, it's my fault. And if you go through the round and round and round, we go and where she'll spin, no one knows. Somehow, some way, everything that's wrong in their lives somehow becomes your fault. And that's not the only instance that my wife has held me accountable. She's held me accountable for her happiness. I'm absolutely responsible for her miserable existence. It's my fault. Do you find that? Do you find that you're accused of bringing the pain and suffering to them? The pain and suffering. Now, a lot of people will call this projection, that they're projecting their pain and suffering onto you. They're making you responsible for it. And my, my advice to you is don't take it. Don't take it. Don't allow yourself to be responsible for their painful existence. Heal yourself. Step outside of the fog. Rid yourself of the fear, obligation, and guilt that you may feel toward that person with that personality disorder and say, I'm going to heal myself. This is about me. I'm going to heal me. Because what a lot of us do is that we continue to lay ourselves in front of the train, rushing down the tracks. We throw ourselves into the fire because it's as caretakers, as codependents, that's what we do. That's our job. I've identified myself as being a caretaker. I am a codependent to a certain degree. I have actually been able to pull myself back with the aid of reading books, understanding my role in the relationship. And I advise you to do the same because otherwise you end up playing their role. And that is the victim because they play the victim very well. The world is against them. Everything is against them. They've never had a break in their lives. And so therefore you must pay. That's crazy. That's absolutely, that's just maniacal in many ways. And yet we accept it. I've accepted it. I've accepted it for over 20 years. And now I'm beginning to dial it back. Now I'm beginning to say to myself, look, I don't harbor any expectations of my wife. I just don't. To this day, she still remains in the guest room. We're just roommates. Is that normal? It's not. It's incredibly dysfunctional and it's incredibly hurtful, but you got to accept it for what it is. And so, yeah, I could be begging her and conjoling her and telling her, please come back. And I could play the victim and say, oh my God, you've, you've ruined me. I'm, I just can't face the day. And do you know what? She wouldn't care. It would give her an entree to tell me why she's not in the bedroom with me because it's my fault. It has nothing to do with her. Now, as far as I know, 
a relationship and a partnership is a two-way street, isn't it? I mean, we give and take, but there is no give and take with a narcissist, with a borderline. There's just take and you give. So my, I guess my statement to you is, do you wish to continue with that? And again, I am not saying that I believe, you know, the answer is just run away like the borderline or narcissist might do. Leave, get out of there with your hair on fire. But you do have to understand that nothing's going to change. You have to understand that the loop back, the seven degrees of Kevin Bacon will always be there because if they hit their hit a hammer on their, on their thumb, somehow, some way it's going to loop back to you. It's your fault. Even though you had nothing to do with it, even though you may not have asked them to pick up the hammer to drive the nail into whatever they're doing somehow, some way it's going to be your fault. You have to remember that you are going to be responsible for everything that is wrong in their lives, going backward and going forward, even before you met them. Somehow, some way you were there in spirit. I don't know what you were, but you created the problem. You created their misery and that's what they project on you. And that's a heavy load to take and you can argue it. But again, it's like gun toting lunatics. One of the uh, popular podcasts that I did uh, a year ago, more than a year ago. Well, it's almost a year ago, actually. Would you argue with a lunatic? Probably not. If somebody was you know, holding a knife at you or, or a gun. Would you argue with that person? Probably not. So you just accept it. You're just like, okay, fine. Or you do choose to argue. You will always lose. One of the things I've always told my daughter who is old enough to understand this now and does realize that there's something wrong. I always tell my daughter, you're not going to win the argument. You're just not, you can't win an argument. So don't escalate it because if you do, it goes nowhere. It just loops back. And it goes back and back and back. And it plays over like a tape recorder. If you remember what those are, it just loops back, just plays. It's just the same old, same old, you know, and you don't want to trigger that person either. So all this emotional eggshell, walking on eggshells, always watching your back, always making sure that you don't say the wrong thing. Folks, that is so much mental energy. Are you willing to continue to do that? That's my question to you because it requires a lot of upkeep. That's why we're caretakers. We want to make sure that the the trains run on time. That's what we do. That's who we are. That's who we'll always be. We're just caretakers. So if you're ready to accept that role, then okay, that's great. But if you want a chance at something normal, then you're going to have to look outside of the relationship that you presently have. And I understand if you're married and you have children, I get it. I understand if you're living with somebody, I get it. I can't snap the finger and say, Hey, just leave. Cause gosh, it's just so easy to sit here and say, be an armchair quarterback and say, yeah, just, just go get out. What are you doing? I'm still here and I don't know how long I'm going to be here, but what I can recommend is that you do work on yourself. Maybe get into therapy, maybe read some books, try to understand what you're dealing with because you're dealing with a force to be reckoned with. This is not something very simple. This is not normal. If you've had a normal relationship, which I have to say, looking back, I mean, I have to go way, way back to even think about a normal relationship. If you've had one, compare it to the relationship you presently have, because I can assure you that what you have is not 
normal. You wouldn't be listening to this podcast. It's dysfunctional. It's dysfunctional. And I hate to be the one who calls it out. I don't even know what kind of relationship you have, but I will tell you, if you're listening to this podcast, my inner torch, you are in a dysfunctional relationship. You have questions. You don't know whether it's normal. You're being gaslighted. You're thinking, okay, is it me? Am I the person who's crazy here? And I'm not saying that people with borderline or narcissistic personality disorder are crazy because they're not. A lot of them are very high functioning, very mature, very intelligent people, but they're monsters. Okay. They're monsters. And I will call it for what it is. And I'm sorry that they are because they're not a creation of their own doing. They're a creation of their upbringing. Okay. That's the problem. And you can't correct that. And so now they're just They're just unleashing their hurt and their anger onto you. And you have to choose whether or not you want to put up with it. So yeah, I just called them monsters. And I'm sure a lot of people are going to be like, how dare you do that? How dare you say that about somebody? But aren't they scary? Don't you feel like you don't know what you're going to deal with on any given day and any given moment? Isn't that like dealing with the monster? You know, yeah, it's a person. So again, if I offended you, I do apologize, but it's the truth. I'll scale it down. These are not normal people, but they don't have the right to hurt you. They don't have the right to take away your dignity, to take away who you are as a person. Nobody has that right. Nobody does. So don't let them do it. Don't let them tear you down. Okay. Don't let them tear you down. You don't deserve that. MyInnerTorch at gmail.com. Always happy to hear from you. I appreciate everybody's support and response to this podcast. New episodes uploaded every Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. You can bank on that. There's lots more to talk about. I certainly hope that you enjoyed this one. I hope, if anything, it provokes your thought, makes you think, makes you think outside of the box, takes you out of the hell that you're living in right now, and makes you be a fly on the wall and say, okay, yeah, yeah, that's not normal. Maybe I've touched on a couple of points that you're like, you know what? That does make me think about my situation. I know that I've listened to numerous podcasts, one of which by Renee Swanson. Look her up on whichever platform you're looking at. Renee, R-E-N-E-E Swanson. She talks about narcissists, but I can assure you that a lot of the same things that you are going through if this person is borderline is atypical. Okay. And if Renee, if you ever hear this podcast, that is credit to you because you have really enlightened me. That's what this is about. Okay. I'm not an expert. Nobody is, but collectively, as we put our heads and minds together, we can kind of figure this all out as we go along. And I thank Renee for her podcast. Please listen to them because they are very, very helpful. They make you think, and that's what I hope this podcast does. Be well, and whatever you do, be good. This has been my Inner Torch.